Hello and welcome to another episode of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max Newland. I'm your host. I'm one of the three chapter co-presidents of the Anime Club. And with me today, as always, are two of my very best friends. He is on a mission from God to kidnap a goblin. It's Max Kostrak. <laughs> a goblin. That's a goblin. It's evocative. She will steal your body and your memories. It's Stevie Matos. I would. I would do that. I would do that for a bag of potato chips. It doesn't require much for me. Damn. It really doesn't. <laughs> My standards are low. They're not alone either. We've got one more special guest with us today. He's a comic book writer, the host of Nervous Rex, Moonshot's Legacy Evangelion podcast, and a former pro wrestler and two-time tag team champion, also what? known as the Death Machine Rob Matter. It's Christopher Hutton. That's Hello, so Chris. cool. What up? So cool. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> what? Welcome to Anime Club, Chris. I'm very glad to be invited to the Anime Club. Oh, we're we're extremely happy to have someone uh, with prior anime experience here. I like think. literal anime experience. Yeah, wrestling is anime. Chris was in an anime. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah, uh, it was like a weird OVA situation though. Like uh, <laughs> they had to censor. They had to put a bikini on me when they put it on Toonami. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've joined the, the ranks of a proud few in that way. Uh, and you've joined the ranks of an even prouder few by coming on Anime Club. Not to toot my own <laughs> horn or anything. So I figured, you know, one of the things that we're not really capitalizing on right now is the fan fiction market. Okay, perfect. Right? We've not had a fan yeah. fiction game this season, We haven't have had we? a fan fiction game. We haven't had a fan no. fiction game. And the fan fiction games we have, we're never really like creating fan fiction, you know? We're just talking about other fan fiction. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And so that's why I asked you guys to get your creative <laughs> muscles warmed up to be, you know, thinking about cr creativity and things like that. <laughs> I'm much less scared now. It's like improv, I don't know, but like making up bullshit stories, like, oh, I can do that. There yeah. you go. Yeah, you've you've seen what I've done. And uh, the game that I prepared for you today is a little game that I call Fastball Special. Get it because it's a, it's a speed pitching game and that's yeah, a thing. Yeah. That's a, okay, so so I'll be Wolverine. Game. Who wants to be Colossus? <laughs> I will throw oh you. God. Do not worry. Thank you. Wait, no, but I have a really good Russian accent. Gladly. Also, I get to be shiny. Oh, he is shiny. That's true. Colossus not a lot of people can say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the OG shiny Pokemon, Colossus. Oh yeah! If you find now, see Colossus is one of only two thousand one hundred and eighty-two X-Men, so it makes sense that he's the shiny one. Uh, a little Pokemon joke for you there. Yes, yeah, wait a second. Is that Pokemon? Okay, this is a speed pitching game. I'm gonna put one of you. I'm gonna take one of you three, and I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. And if you're in the hot seat, you have to pitch us an AU fanfic. Okay. Do we get to pick? Hold on. Do we get to pick the? Wait, let me let you finish the rules. Let me let you finish. There are some random elements here. The two of you who are not in the hot seat will each pick a character. Okay. It can be from anything we've watched. It'd be probably be fun if it was a Tenchi character, but you know, there's only so many of those. Each of the two of you will pick a character. I will give you an AU setting. Okay. So you have to come up with the plot, the the give me the elevator pitch for the story involving those two characters. Up to you if there's shipping involved, up to you whether 
that's slash pairing or and pairing once you do that. Okay. 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 This is who. Okay. <laughs> uh, and to decide who goes first, uh, uh, who who here most recently watched anime that was not for this podcast? Oh, I watched Way of the House Husband over the weekend. Over the weekend, I watched it on That's Sunday. Stevie? I watched Sunday? it on Sunday. I, I don't think I've Sunday? had time for anime this week. Oh no! Other than the episodes wow. we just had to watch. Wow. wow. That's disgusting. I uh, Shame. I I watched some uh, I watched some One Piece earlier this week, so I guess it's okay. me. All right, it's Chris. Okay. okay. I was kind of hoping for that since you're the guest. Really put you in the hot seat here. Boop. No, it's fine because by the time that you all go, they'll have forgotten about mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Max and Stevie, you you two take a moment to come up with your characters if you need it. I'll yeah, I I've got mine. Um I'll pull one. Okay. Let's hear the two characters that are going to be the protagonists. Max, what's uh, which one of you? Uh, we're going to keep it relevant to today's episode, and I'm going to give you uh, the Muppet himself, Mr. Tenchi. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and well, then Stevie, I'm, I will go. I will go with something that's not relevant, and I will say Android 18. Android oh, 18. Okay. Okay. okay, Chris. Given your special skills and your knowledge and experience. I would like you to give us the elevator pitch on the new pro wrestling AU featuring Tenchi Masaki and Android 18. Okay, this is easy. This is, you give me a softball. Okay, so Tenchi is a, he's like a, like, a, 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 he, he gets a, a after, after school job and he's like a janitor at like a local gymnasium, mm. right? Like some low key job. I saw him in the fields of these episodes. Like he likes to kind of solo work. And then Android 18 is this women's wrestler who is like accepting trainees who she's going to put through the ringer and get ready to be mm, in the world mm -hmm. of professional wrestling. And then through some mishap, Tenchi gets mistaken for her new pupil. And because he has no spine, he just like goes along with it and gets dragged through uh, <laughs> for wrestling training by Android 18. And I think that you would do, you wouldn't do like straight up like shipping because Android 18 would never be interested in Tenchi because he's too boring. But, um, I think so that true. you would definitely you would definitely play up the sort of like the like her getting real close to him and like like looking down her nose at him and like like talking right into his face sort of like that kind of dynamic like maybe for the first time in his life Tenchi is interested in someone who's not interested in him mommy oh. sorry mommy finally yeah sorry. yeah well, mommy sorry oh, situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I think I think it might be good for uh his character because i don't know about y'all but and i don't i don't think i had this reaction when i was a kid at all but like watching these recent like watching these tension episodes as an adult i'm like why do they all like this man why and so like <laughs> what's the I point which qualities taking that out <laughs> would maybe uh maybe help help that man be a little less uh infuriating i call him a dunderheaded boy for a reason he is truly it's a dunderheaded boy He's got, the, no he's got the Anakin Skywalker Padawan rat tail. He's got, like, he in my opinion, like, bad voice acting. Like, he's got truly bringing nothing to the table. Oh, it's, uh, truly a Muppet. And not, and not, not as, not as and a not one of the good ones. Yeah. Well, in the first OVA, he did one. something, right? He, he, he summoned some magic wings, and now he can't do it anymore. So that's no. yeah, nothing. No. <laughs> he's good at growing carrots. That's all he's good for. That's his only skill. 
That's his only. That skill. was fantastic. That was well, perfect. That was great. Yes, I that was lovely, Chris. It. Do you have a title for this <laughs> piece? Ooh, oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. What if to play off play off of like no need for Tenchi? It's like <laughs> yes, Tenchi needs eighteen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tenchi needs eighteen. The, the crossover AU the card. world needs. I love it. <laughs> okay, Stevie. Okay. You were next. All on right. the on the list of targets here. Let's go. Let's let's stretch uh, this muscle. I haven't stretched since middle school. Let's go. So Max and Chris, you two uh, should give Stevie a, two characters to be the protagonists of this fic that she'll create for us. Antagonize me, you. I've, I've got one ready to go. You fucking honkies. Let's go. Antagonize me. <laughs> Stevie, this, is a, this is a gift for you. Vash Thank you. The stampede. Yay! Okay, there we go. Oh, okay. oh no. Okay. I don't want to do it for the same show, which I was going to. Um, you can if you want to. You can. It doesn't matter. Might be fun. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do a little story with Vasha Stampede and Millie Thompson. Oh, my God. Okay. Ah! An episode of the anime I actually want to watch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is great news because, Stevie, I would like for you to create for me the yes. adaptation of one of the great works of William Shakespeare. Starring Vash the Stampede and Millie Thompson. Oh, that'd be good. Okay. Okay. Comedy of Errors. Vash Stampede, Millie Thompson. Okay. (laughs) Millie is not the servant. Vash, no. Yeah. Millie is not the servant. She's the rich one. Vash is the servant. They're they're alternates. They're they're other twins. (laughs) Their twins are Big Dick Neil and Merv. BDN and Merv. And Merv, yeah. Um, essentially, no, 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 sorry. I'm taking it back. Big Dick Neil and Nicholas Wolfwood. <laughs> that's okay. even, sure. even, that's even better. Um, Big Dick Neil and Nicholas Wolfwood. Um, it is a, you know, it is a classic, uh, uh, a classic, uh, you know, who's on first. It's a classic who's on first. So it's a hoodwinking comedy, um, about mistaken identity because it's a Shakespeare canon mistaken identity. Where um, at the end of the day, uh, Millie winds up being the mayor of Maple. Maple. I I, I can really I could really see that. It reminds me of the fanfic I read as a child, where it was uh, Lord of the Pizza Ring, and it was like a goofy slapstick comedy about pizza Ooh. instead of whatever. I could see a similar audience latching onto that, and also I Absolutely. like the idea of Millie as a mayor. I would elect Millie to be mayor in real life. Yeah. Yes. I would vote yeah. for Millie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, that I just would be want the good title. things for Millie. I think we can all agree on that. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. We all love Silly Millie. Oh, Silly Millie. Silly Millie. <laughs> and that would actually be the title of it. Thank you. The title would be oh. Silly Millie. <laughs> silly Millie. <laughs> silly Millie. Yes. Comedy of Errors. The twins are Millie and Vash. The other twins are Big Dick Neil and Nicholas Wolfwood. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not remembering the the classic Trigun character, Big Dick Neil? Or is his name like... is Brilliant Dynamite's Neon, Chris. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we have our own way of doing things over here, you know. I tend okay. to meme all He's, the names at this really point bad. Become almost a canonical character of the anime club. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think we have referenced him like five episodes in a row. Yes. <laughs> Probably. I, I just had to fuck the names up really, really terribly. And then like I will say like the names like one letter off. So like two episodes ago, um, literally Newland said the name of this bad guy whose name I think was Merv, and I immediately like it flew no, right um, out of my head. Who was it? Fuck. 
I end up forgetting the people's the real names. The one who looks is like RoboCop. Yeah. The one who looks like Trigun RoboCop. names are ridiculous. That's why. They are really ridiculous, but I called Monev. him Monev. His name was actually Monev, Monev and I called him Marv, and then I called yeah. him Merv, and they were like, no, it's Marv now. It's Marv now. <laughs> I, I meme all the names really bad, so. <laughs> I fuck the names. You watch up, a so lot yeah. of anime, and there's a lot of names. I don't. So I don't try. We do if, our best. If, we do our best. Look, I don't try. <laughs> and then there was one. There's one competitor left on the field. It's Max Kostrak. And, I'm so uh, scared. Stevie don't and Chris, be, you do you have this. characters that you can that you can? Oh, I kind of forgot. Us? I had to do that again. One second. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. Yes, I do. I have one. Okay, Stevie, what's yours? While Chris is fetching. Usagi. Usagi from Sailor Moon. Usagi from Sailor Moon. I got you. I got you. I can work with this no matter what it is. You gave me a gift. I will give you one back. Usagi. Let's do Usagi and and I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out. Usagi and Ryoko. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, here we go. Max (laughs) Kostrak, are you ready? (laughs) Yes. So give us the elevator pitch for a story centering on Usagi and Ryoko that is a courtroom procedural. Okay, I've got it, because um, unlike you two cowards, this is a slash fic, and uh, (laughs) uh, the one thing is that we're doing enemies to lovers, so we're looking at a Phoenix Wright and Edgeworth sort of scenario Mm, here, where Usagi is the young, uh, sort of bright-eyed, like defense lawyer who is standing up for what's right in the courtroom. And across, uh, across the aisle is uh, Ryoko, who is like um, just running circles around her in the courtroom. Right. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Just absolutely. Like um, really, really, um, really demeaning her a lot. I feel like. <laughs> and then of course they, you know, I'm not going to describe it. This is like, I'm going to say it's 12 chapters probably like this is going to be okay, a long story. Sure. And, you know, yeah. as they solve multiple cases, they'll eventually build up to a point where they have to work together to bring down a, a common foe. And, mm. uh, you know, along the way, maybe they learn a little bit about each other and uh, influence each other. That's all I got. Who do you think that foe would be if you had to pick another? Oh, my God. Character? Yeah. And the foe is. Um, I've got it. Can I can I help can I assist you? Um, yes, please. Oh, Alleyoop. Alleyoop. The foe is Android 18, who is on trial for uh injuring Tenshi during a wrestling training. Oh my god, session. we created a we've created an interconnected <laughs> it's the universe. Uh, cinematic yeah. universe. It's the universe now. It's yeah, the universe so we can now. steer yeah. our fan fiction pages to each other and our, our, our reviewers <laughs> will go check out each other's works. Uh, I would also say Vash and Millie have to show up as witnesses, which sucks because they have to take time off from their production of uh, Comedy of Errors that they're working on. <laughs> yeah, they show up in costume on the stand, though, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 100%. I like that ours are, sure. are taking place in reality, and Stevie's is like, canonically, they're performing the Shakespeare adaptation. <laughs> like, it's not their lives. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, it's not, it's not, it, no, it's them real. So the whole vibe is that, like, essentially, it is, it's the concept of Comedy of Errors, and are we familiar with the concept of comedy oh, bears? Okay, it's yes. a case of mistaken identity, but it's two sets of twins. And one set of twins, like there's there's a twin that's a rich boy, and there's a twin that's like it's a prince and the pauper. So they're like, it's a servant and a and a and a rich boy, and they're all partnered up together. But they but the twins got separated at birth. All four of them did, and so essentially one of them goes back to town, and everybody thinks because they're supposed to be identical. Everybody thinks they're the other pair. So it's that. 
It's literally that. But I think it's going to be a politic. You know what? Quick amendment. It is a case of mistaken identity. Please. They're both sets of twins, but they're all running for the for mayoral candidate of this town. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. We got to get those like mayors that. in there. Yeah. It's wow. all connected. I love what we've created here today because I do yeah. feel like it's something uh, something that has grown beyond <laughs> us already. I, I really think that putting Usagi in a courtroom is like, I would pay a million dollars. I think that would be, be so entertaining. She does the she does the um the magic yes. wand transform and into a lawyer like how she's <laughs> like she did with the flight attendant as a disguise. Like <laughs> and, like, and then accidentally becomes a lawyer. You broke the law. I'll punish you. I think like, Ryoko might be a demon uh from the Negaverse, so I think Probably, I'm going to yeah. go against her in court. <laughs> You also could get, like, if she's, like, kind of put on her back foot and doesn't quite know what she's going to say, she's like, closing argument, make up! And she just bullshits some stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> wow, I can't believe you transformed on the stand. In the name of the moon, objection! Like, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Like, 100%. <laughs> Write the shit down, guys. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Don't give that away for free. I've got to make sure this hasn't been made. When you first mentioned <laughs> that they'd be in, taking place in AUs, and I thought that we would get to pick our own AU setting, can I tell you what I was going to put mine in? What were you going to do? Yes, yeah. please. I was please gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna set mine in a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> in a Starbucks. <laughs> I just yeah. think that like a good you take. Setting. If, I think if you take the cast of Tenchi Muyo and make them all Starbucks employees, it works really oh well. Oh my god. Sasami's the like fourteen year old who's th- who's there because her parents signed a release. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, she brings yes. her pet rabbit and like Washu's like the manager. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Oh wow, that's good. That's, I'm yeah. sure that's been done. That's got. A, feel, that's a rich mind. Can I say I feel like we have stood above uh, fan fiction as spectators looking down on the Anime Club podcast, and it felt yeah. really good for all of us to go down there. And yeah. and get into the mines and dig out some stuff, right? And like, yeah, you sure. never know what I, you're gonna dig out. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done this since the really embarrassing Jack Two fan fiction I wrote in middle school about me and my crush getting sucked into the video game. Anyway, <laughs> next segment, please. Wow, I'm so proud of you, Jack here. Two. Here's the thing, you incredible, you, no judgment, incredible, no, absolutely none, no judgment whatsoever. Especially because, like, for me, like my first foray, like I, I told. I told I mentioned this at, in season one, but I used to write Gundam Wing fan in middle oh, yeah. school, and it was a romantic AU, and all of my oh. friends were the lovers of all the all of the pilots. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, it was friend fiction, and I would read it to them at lunch, and we would fight over how the rest of it would progress, and then I'd have to like write the it was like a serial, wow. and I'd have to like write the original it anime club. <laughs> yeah, truly the original anime club, like absolutely one hundred percent. It was it was insane. Can I make Sorry, I keep tapping things because my computer, as you know, is shit. So I, y'all are on my phone while I'm recording on my laptop. Sorry, Stevie. It's okay. Uh, I just didn't pull out my work laptop. It's okay. I'll go ahead and say it. I used to be a fan. I wrote a fan fiction once also on the f- uh, official Square Enix Final Fantasy IX forums. What a good one. Uh, wow. Uh, I wrote a story about how, about like taking place after the end of Final Fantasy IX. It was fun. Nice. That's awesome though, yeah. but you like put it on the forum so like people saw it. it. The the, mine was a mine was a word document on my mom's Published like brick fiction. ass like computer. Okay. 
I feel like the odd no. one out. I wish I had one to share. I have never, ever in my life written fan fiction. Max, you should do it now. To it's join never us. too late. Should, like, I was going to say, I feel like I just did. Late. So maybe as an experiment for myself, uh, I will write yeah. myself a fan fiction. Write yeah. yourself I mean, a little fan fiction. Yeah, why not? I mean, look, I mean, that's the easy way to do it. The, I mean, the other easy but also really unhinged way to do it is just, you know, join an RP server in FF14. That is. Uh, that's a whole different world. Not, uh, that's a world. That's into. a world. I couldn't that's do that. World. Although I did see some. I saw a Mikote band on my server the other night, and it was actually wow. they did a very good job. They hey, speaking of cat everything. people. <laughs> Let's talk about this cat. Let's talk about this cat baby. I'm actually ready to go. I've got my notes. I'm set up. Let's rock. We had a better time this week. Uh, we watched episodes three and four of the second Tenchi OVA, and this is what happened. Episode 3, I Love Tenchi, centers on the least verbal member of our cast, Ryooki. Feeling dejected due to some unfortunate household misunderstandings, she turns to Washu for comfort. Hey, did you know she's made of aliens? Probably not important. After dinner, a nude woman made of mud appears on the farm. Red alert, the shape-shifting alien hive mind Washu brought to the Masaki family home has escaped. After a crash course on mass, Washu suggests that they have imprinted on Ryooki. Back at the farm, the girls arrive just in time to warn Tenchi about the danger posed by Mud Woman. When things get desperate, it's Ryooki who intervenes, using her heretofore unmentioned assimilation powers to simply become a sexy adult human version of herself. The less said about that, the better. Let's just move on to episode four, the advent of the goddess. Ding dong, did somebody order the plot? A spaceship shaped like a sexy lady is here to deliver it. Meet Dr. Clay. He's found Washu and he wants to go above his boss's giant floating head about it so he can get that sweet bounty, an entire galaxy all to himself. Clay's robot, Zero, is the first to touch down on Earth and the first thing it does is capture Ryoko and become a perfect copy of her. Seems bad. Especially considering Tenchi seems to have lost his connection to the Lighthawk wings. Uh-oh. Zero Ryoko arrives home and is unprepared for what happens when she meets Tenchi. The effect he has on her foils at least two attempts to kidnap Washu. Seems like copying Ryoko's memories was kind of a mistake. And Zero's odd behavior, as well as uh, the sticker on her butt, give away her secret. Clay has seen all of these shenanigans, though, and he's updating Zero's orders. The new priority number one. Kill Tenchi. And that's the cliffhanger we leave bah, bah, bah. Hey, Real quick, before we get into the episode itself, real quick, Chris, what is your experience with Tenchi? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it Thank zero? You. Are Thank you starting you. from nothing? Yeah. Have you no. watched up till now? Help us understand your perspective. So I watched it as a kid and and like liked it enough that I like remembered some of the characters. I remembered like some of like the, the character designs. I remember some of the names and I remember mm -hmm. that like the name of the series. So I, I, I liked it and was like a fan of it. Um, but like, I don't even know how many I saw. It might've been one of those things where like in my brain, it's like, I love Tenchi Miyo, but I saw like two episodes, you know? <laughs> um, and I, I never <laughs> yeah. went back and watched. Um, but like, that was actually one of the first things I bonded with Max over when y'all joined the network. I was like, Oh shit. I remember Tenchi Miyo. Like, hell yeah. That, that shit was cool. Um, <laughs> 
and it's on my list to like to revisit but then I'll, i will admit i questioned that a little bit after these two episodes I was like do i need to <laughs> do i need to go back and, <laughs> there, there folks there may be no need for tenji um Yo. But, <laughs> ground groundbreaking revolution <laughs> yeah i was i was kind of just like like while getting ready for this like this episode i went and just sort of like thought to myself as like was the rest of the show better than this or was i that horny as a 10 year old where i was just like there's ladies so i like it like you know what i mean mean, yeah that's a valid reason from a certain perspective (laughs) i i feel like these episodes the episode three was kind of all over the place because i really thought I really yeah. thought that we were going to talk, we were going to actually have some character development with Tenchi and feeling away by his mama, and that is not what we got. I was like, oh, no. just <laughs> kidding. Because when he was like mad about the kimono, and then apparently Ryo Oki took it so personally, she had to make a mud dad about it. I was like, well, I guess we're not going to address the fact that Ryoko is a rude bitch, and we're not <laughs> Sorry to destroy the only heirloom you have of your mother, mom. Tenshi. I ripped it up in front of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And he does forgive her really fast for that. He like does. he is he over it after a yeah. day. A day. However, a day. there were ways that I absolutely um identified with your Oki. I too can be placated with a basket full of my favorite food. So like oh, it's yeah. nothing. It's not carrots. It's it's usually fruit. It's usually like peaches um or blackberries. Mm. So like yeah, I love I love me a stone fruit, okay? <laughs> mm. Um <laughs> it's really nice sometimes to just feel like um an animal when somebody has a bowl of fresh fruit and you're like, I'm going to go to there. Um, and, and do whatever is required of me. I am absolutely feral when certain fruits are in season. I don't give a shit. They're so good. They're so good. I figured out how to eat a persimmon. It's over for you, host. So if we were to, zo- I would just want to clarify, if we were to zoom into Stevie's brain, it would be much like in this episode where we saw just the carrots. Just the carrots. And it's like that's all that Ryooki was thinking about for you. It would just be stone fruit. Right now it's blackberries. Peaches. Right now it's blackberries because blackberries are in season and they're okay. in sale a lot. Right now it's like blackberries. And the little day. tiny caricatures of the three of us. Yes. <laughs> I love that, that, that moment. I was like, I love how this cabin is just carrots. Just carrots. Can we talk about, can we step into the Mahoshi zone real quick? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sure, let's talk about Mihoshi. Um, it's Mihoshi. Let's talk about Mihoshi. Let's talk about how Mihoshi refused to let go of the thought <laughs> that Ryoko's dad was made of mud. The entire episode. Yes. She couldn't get she over couldn't it. couldn't get over it. She was like, I couldn't Mr. Get over Ryoko. The Honorable whole father. Honorable father. Mihoshi, th- that, that whole scene with her, I was like, oh, she's like a proto-starfire. From Teen Titans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh kind yeah. of. Yeah, that mm-hmm. level of. She's so good. That, that that level of not getting it. Yes, yeah. thank you. We truly do love our no thoughts head empty girls. We love our no thoughts head empty girlies mm-hmm. on this show. We do. Our Millies. Our I like Mihoshi a lot more this watch th- than I did as a kid. I liked her as a kid, but this time I'm around, I'm like, hell yes, this is great. I was, Anytime she's I was doing thinking stuff. the same thing. Yeah, she's like one of my favorite characters, like watching these two episodes. She's so relatable most of the time. <laughs> she's what I strive to be. I strive to be her. There was some really good material in this first episode, despite the turn it takes at mm-hmm, the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would pitch that even 
you can keep little child Rio Oki. Yes. That's cute. Yes, I agree with that. That's great. I love that. I want to erase adult sexy woman Rio Oki from existence. I want to make it so no one on earth has ever had that thought, will ever have that thought. I want to bury it in the ground forever. But in the mud. Yes. (laughs) But cute little baby Rio Oki. That's great. Um I also like the little classroom AU. <laughs> I did too. I liked it. To, parts of it I thought went on too long, but I did like it overall. I didn't understand the pots and the pails. Can somebody explain the pots I and the pails? I tried to look this up too. I think it might be like a posture thing. Like you sit still and behave oh, and you have to balance this on your head. head. Okay. But I actually could not find any trace of this being a... I, I actually spent five to ten minutes Googling this because I was like, <laughs> what is happening? I was like Japanese bucket. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you just, have to, you know how you just punishment. Google some stuff for a while to see what comes up. I have Google pulled up and I'm about to en- hit mm-hmm. enter on the phrase Japanese school punishment. So say a quick prayer for no, oh, my. No. I did that one and it's it's depressing. You're going to get a lot of articles okay. you don't want to read right now. Oh, no. You're going to get a lot of skirts you don't want to see. It's true. You're going to see stuff. Uh, is that anything like, this reminds me of in that Sailor Moon episode, we saw Usagi got punished by having to hold buckets of water. Now that is a real one yeah, in Japan. that one's real. I, I have one. read about this, but it's usually a punishment that's specifically for boys in Japan. And it's to stand oh. in the hallway holding two buckets of water. Yeah. And it's, it's a shame <laughs> exercise. So anybody walking by knows you're in trouble, but there's a secondary layer of masculine shame because if you put the buckets down- um, it, it means that you're weak. Yeah. You couldn't hold them up that yeah. long. So it's a double oh, layer no. of shame. You have to stand there in the hall and be like, I'm a weak dumbass who got in trouble. <laughs> it's pretty bad. That that sucks. No tea, no shade, but I be understanding when like Asian grandparents will be talking about their childhoods because that is a lot. Like, I'm telling you, like, be like, oh no, we ain't got to talk about what happened in it's 1964. Nobody makes it out alive. Yeah, I don't even talk about what happened when I was 15 years old in King. It's like, dog, yeah, I know you don't. It's cool. Like, you don't have to talk about that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that trauma. We'll leave that, that trauma. trauma. Um, I like how my favorite thing about the localization of everything, especially in this time of the localization and the and the dubbing of anime, is how sometimes they were less like the script was just lazy. The little balls were just called mass. And then they had this convoluted ass explanation <laughs> for like what mass was, like <laughs> for science. I was like, what are you you tried really hard to be science fiction, didn't you? You are a harem anime but- and you better spread your ass cheeks and act like one. <laughs> I I couldn't agree more because in that scene they do the gag where like one of the girls is like falling asleep and like they're like throwing stuff at her and I was like you can't do that scene if the audience is also falling asleep yeah. like yeah. you only get to do that if like they're supposed to be the dumb one like I'm also bored as fuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a quick uh, a quick translator note on that scene too I don't know if they were trying to match the lip flaps or what but they when Washu's giving the explanation it's the the masks have to do with material and neutral material and anti-material uh i went through the 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 japanese language and it is just matter antimatter, and neutral matter why did they say material 
know. Maybe because there's no such thing as neutral matter yeah, that I exists between say, matter like, and antimatter. No, it's matter and antimatter. That's probably like, true. There's no, there's no like matter that just. Dude, what is the secret third thing? <laughs> uh, th- me, Death Machine, Rob Matter. <laughs> it's Rob Matter, <laughs> right there in the center, holding them apart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, while we're asking questions. Uh, which of the characters was it that got like the Tanuki's balls dropped on their <laughs> that head? Was in Ryoko. That was Ryoko. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, that was Ryoko. while we're talking about weird punishments. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that though because I was so excited to see it. I was like, oh my god, I love the Tanuki statue, balls and all. It just it tickles me all I, the time. I I noticed during this episode, I was like, oh, if I were not like if I hadn't watched and read so much more like anime and manga between like when this was airing and now, I would have just been like, that's a raccoon. But I was like, oh, I know what that is. Those are balls. That's <laughs> those are balls. Those that's balls. that's a scrotum right the there. Thing, though, you can't fool me. You can tell there it's a there's a W. There's a soft W at the base of that of that statue. There is mm-hmm. a soft W. There sure is. <laughs> those are those are testicles soft on w. that woman's head. She is getting tea bagged, fam. She's getting tea Soft bagged. W head. Soft W on that head, you know. Not a win, not like you uh, think. Um, I just, one of, I loved that. One of my favorite bits from the episode was, uh, and this is like a legitimately like funny bit and not just me laughing at it, but like um, when they're watching the like romantic show on TV <laughs> that like inexplicably stars Waba Fett, um, and yes. they they do the bit where uh, Rio Oki gets her eyes covered by one of the girls. And then when the other girls covers her eyes, yes. like, yeah, that was, that was good. That I thought me. that was cute. I just love how all of them were very adamant about tea time. And just for us to all discover that it was just lady soap opera time. Like, that's what I really loved about it. Cause I was like, this is very, yes. Yes. When you're like, no, you have to come now. It is tea time. It is tea. You know what that means. You know what tea time means. That means you come on. We, it's our show. You got to watch our shows. We can't let the men know or we'll be there or they'll, Drown us for being witches, you know, kind of thing. It was very cute. I love that. They're so watching much. their intergalactic soaps. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm watching my stories. Shut up. I'm watching my stories. I just, it was so good. I really appreciate that. I can't deal with the cat right I'm watching now. watching my stories. I can't deal someone with Someone else deal with the yeah, cat. Someone else deal with the cat. It was super cute. Um, I loved that a lot. Um, I don't know why my notes just say the- egg, but it says egg. The inside of the mass. Well, the mass are kind of, of the the mass are egg-like, yeah. Egg. (laughs) Egg with spaces in between each letter. I was like, why did I write that? I wasn't even high when I wrote that. I was at work. Like, at my desk. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, at your desk watching anime, doing the real work? They pay me a whole salary, y'all. And I watch anime on their clock. That's the way you should do it in capitalism, you know? I agree. So so this is probably the part where I mentioned that, you know how I said... Uh, in an earlier episode, that in the fifth OVA, Tenchi marries everyone. Does Tenchi also marry Ryo Oki? Yeah, you are did, you about to ruin you did my drop fucking that, day? Um, yeah. Unerasable knowledge. You about to, are you about <laughs> yeah. to ruin my day? Sorry, I know it, so y'all have to know it now too. He marries Ryo Oki. Yeah, he marries Ryo. You are ruining well. my buzz. Did you see how fast I slammed that? I'm pint? sorry, Newland. I slammed that pint so fast. <laughs> we started recording at seven o five. It is seven forty six. I smashed that. Sorry. Yeah, it's hashed. Hashed. Are you okay? No. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm no? actually fine. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I went too far Ryo again. Is Ryoki like a fucking animal? Yes. She yeah, can be an, an adult human woman, though, at the same girl. time. Like we saw. Oh. We saw what it was made out of, right? So it's it, it, what it really is, is a, it's a bundle of other aliens that became this alien, who's also a spaceship, who is also yeah. a, a cabot. 
and now is also a girl and a child. Yes. And is also Tenchi's wife. And also in, in the future one of many alternate Tenchi's universes. She be popping that mud for Tenchi. I had to. Oh my God. <laughs> God. <laughs> I had to ruin that for everyone. I, it was in my brain. So I, had I will to say, just spoil I, all. I will say, I wasn't going to bring this up, but because you went there. They did, if you look oh at God. when 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 Ryooki first becomes a mud girl, they, like, do distinguish with the shading. There's, like, a pubic area. Yes, there like, is. And oh, and like, the camera... Is. The <laughs> camera eats her up, too. The camera goes full toe to yes, head very absolutely. slowly, so a little treat for daddy. Mm-hmm. It's... <laughs> it's... It's mud. We didn't need like, it's the, mud. Like, it, it we didn't need false. the detail work. It's mud. Absolutely like, mud. It's so it's so gross. I was like, no, she's supposed to be a cabin girl. That's the shit we hate. That is the shit we hate. That's the shit we hate. What a weird but plot line. I liked that just for her. I I kind of like now that they have a, they established. I think by the end of this one that she can pop in and out of a human form because she will occasionally expend energy to turn into like a tiny girl and then she'll like. She'll yeah. ungirl herself and like recabit herself, which I think is actually very cute. Like I, li- I like that. I Me love too, that. because like when she's like, "I want to help. I want to be bipedal and be helpful." Like she turns into a little girl, and then like when she's just being a cabit, she's like, "Oh, cabit mode activated." But what I did like, um, to draw to draw a thing. Sorry, I'll finish in a second. But um, the um way that the animation style of um Rio Oki's head is with the little head with the little cap on one that cap was so small and i was like oh no this is a perfect it's perfect it's a little um but i like how that's the same animation style as the opening and closing uh credits and i was like are we always just looking in ryooki's head every time like every time we see the ending credits oh. that's very cute and i like that very much i like that <laughs> that's very cute <laughs> anyway that's all i have to say that that is absolutely how Ryoki sees the world. Yes, yeah. and it's so adorable, and I love it. <laughs> uh, I think, if I remember correctly, you will be glad to know that adult lady Ryoki does not appear again. Uh, yes. Or if she does, it's for quite a long time. They pretty much only use the little baby form and don't get in any shenanigans. I could I could it. see her becoming a big lady, big lady Ryoki when she has to fight, but doesn't have to be a spaceship bitch. She has like to when fight, she has to like fight cool. and doesn't have to be a spaceship fighting yeah like Ryo fighting Ryooki but like not spaceship Ryooki I would like to see what she could do I feel like she would be very Kataro Kataro in the <laughs> the, the cancelled Tenchi Muyo fighting game we, we would have gotten to know I, there isn't actually oh. one but that would be cool I was so excited I would have streamed that anything anything else about Lady number three spaceship episode three I love Lady Spaceship I feel like number three I, no that, that that about covers it because we've got quite a lot of plot. So in much. The next in episode yes, four. we do. So much. Episode four has plot. Whoa! I really liked how the beginning of the episode was such a like out of left field. Like here is another person in another area. Like here's a villain on another anime. Across, by the way, like the wildest backgrounds. Right? It was oh right yeah, out of, like, really cool. Nineteen seventies sci fi concept. Absolutely, they were for, gorgeous. Like, five I, I loved it. They were and gorgeous. I loved it too because mm-hmm. it, it was actually all you know. It's all these backgrounds are, um, all great. Yeah, but to me, it had the vibe of like, um, uh, the scene in Hitchhiker's Guide when they go inside the Planet mm-hmm. Factory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ex- I I just I, what I really did like I did like that there was like one tree that was bigger than the planet and I was like this has got strong eared grass yes. vibes I really like that is that how you say that white people how do you yes. say that Norse word 
I think you got it. Drasil? I don't know. The next five Yiga. minutes of the podcast is us. We're all gonna <laughs> Yoga Go Go Gogurt. Yoga Go Go. Yoga Go Go tree. I liked I liked that Dr. Clay had uh, a beard that was exactly like the little ruffly clown uh neck pieces that people used <laughs> My to beard yeah. goes all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> it was very it was very reminiscent of like the big rollers that she would put in your hair when you went to sleep as a child. I was like, those, I was like, baby, Mm. if you don't split them curls, you just took the rollers out. If you don't split those curls, (laughs) you sweet summer child, split your curls, you poor thing. Um, Yes, this dollar store, James Earl Jones with this big old fucking beard. I loved it. He was so great. Damn, get his ass. (laughs) I've had a, oh, that went straight to my head. I've had, I've had no water today. Fam. <laughs> you have to drink water. You gotta leave me alone. We need to all survive. You leave me alone. I'm black. I'm naturally more hydrated than all of y'all in this chat right now. <laughs> okay. I well, I, I abstained from the marijuana I badly wanted to consume just so that this wouldn't be me. <laughs> oh, you could have, oh, Chris. We've done wait, that on the show before. Are we, are we ever? S- this is not. This is not a drug free zone. Are we ever sober <laughs> doing this show? I'm sober when I'm, I'm sober when I'm running late. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't always follow my very specific regimen. No, but uh, I mean, no. It's Honestly, it's because I it's need to be able, to be able to give thoughtful critique to Tenchi Muya. So I had to, <laughs> I had to be a sound mind. No, and it's, stay and I do that. Sometimes, it's... sometimes I do watch an episode in anime, and I'm like, I need to be a hundred percent. I have to be honed in for. I this need to remember this so plot. Honestly, the biggest extremely accurate. It did just stuff. hit me that I did not hydrate, which is like I'm like, why am I buzz? It's because I did not hydrate, but also I'm sitting right next to a radiator and I'm wearing a sweater. So that's I'm like, why did I slam this pint? Uh, yeah, it's because I'm hot. Um, <laughs> metaphorically and literally. Um, but anyway, um, episode four, robot. Can we talk about how we have back in the Mahoshi zone? Mahoshi, det- Detective Mahoshi is back on the case. Do you remember she has a job? <laughs> right. <laughs> you could be forgiven for forgetting. She's, she's following our guide to capitalism where she just dicks around and does other stuff Absolutely. on the Yes. Okay. Yes. Fucking around. Oh, no, I got a Teams message six hours ago. <laughs> Boss got a dollar. I get a dime. That's why I fuck around on company time. I mean, Mihoshi, truly the poster child. She was great. So good. It's Quiet, just really good queen. getting orders that she's not listening to because she's like, I'm drying off my coat. And then looks up and is like, great, orders received. Wrong. <laughs> she's so good. She was like, I got it. Classic gag. It's so good. <laughs> so there is like hints of a greater universe here in episode four. Yes. There's like setting level things. We've got Literally Lady greater, Tokimi. Like- a lot more interesting. So many questions. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Like, Newland, what is this planet with Yugogo tree? What is this lady Tokimi that has the same voice actor as Ayaka? Oof. <laughs> don't, don't laugh at me. Ayaka, who, like, does not matter at all in she either of these episodes. In, she really hasn't been in the last three or four. We really, really haven't seen Ayaka this season yeah. at all. She's just not important. Really just uh, in the background. In, I truly, feel. Yeah. absolutely. But, okay, so this this Lady Tokimi that they meet, it's mm-hmm. a they, they yeah. define it as a high-level dimensional life form. 
Um, is any of this lore relevant, Newland? In the oh, yeah, run, it, is. is it is. Are we actually <gasps> building to some big stuff? Now, Lady Tokimi oh. is a recurring character over the rest of the Tenchi Muyo okay. OVAs. Including okay. Universe. So she, she comes back in Universe, too. Yes, Lady Tokimi. Well, but because Universe is like its own thing, she's like, yeah. she occupies a different Separate niche. canon. Yeah. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. But- yeah, she's basically one of a trio of all-powerful divine <gasps> goddesses. Wait, we saw. Oh, oh. You're thinking. I, I You're saw. Thinking. I saw oh. a spoiler about that trio before this recording, and it was fascinating. It is quite fascinating, but yeah. it's not really that much of a spoiler if you look at the. There's a frame where they show Tokimi, and there are yeah. two silhouettes behind her. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I saw that. One of them is pretty unmistakable. I didn't catch the frame, but I did see that there were two shadows behind us. I didn't actually like look super yeah. hard, but yes, okay, cool. So it's what if it's what I think it is. We actually got a hint of this. Yes. In season one, we got a hint of this in like the OV in the first one. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Cool. Great. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome and awesome. so she's That's after Washu. Wild. She wants someone to capture Washu. Clay is like, I found Washu. Mm-hmm. Let me get that that prize. This is please. definitely the least convoluted way to get her. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so first of all, he has technology to where he can imprison Ryoko. Yes. Doesn't use that to kidnap Washu. Right. He doesn't just like. He doesn't. What was that toy? Oh my god, y'all, go in your brains, find me that toy that was a little hand, and you threw it, and it splatted, and it stuck. Oh, just a sticky yeah, hand. Yeah. 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 Why doesn't he just sticky hand wash you out of the house? No, I Great question. Stuff already. He's this, already got I think because he wanted stuff. something to do because he's absolutely like remote viewing and commentating on this. And I think he's just like, <laughs> wouldn't this be fun? Right. He's, <laughs> he's like, just robot, having a good time. Yeah. Robot, you can do this. I would be too obvious. Use your technologies. Can we talk? <laughs> I just love how everybody, I like how the, the kind of joke is like with this, because this is clearly like kind of a one of two. Um, how... Kind of, sort of, Washu knows that this isn't oh, the real yeah. Ryoko, but it's like, but you're dumb, so I'm going to use this. Yeah, I love like, that. When she realizes that she's like an imposter, she doesn't like sound the alarm. She doesn't like fight her. She's just like, scrub the toilet instead of me. <laughs> yeah. and that's it. That's all she does. So, it's just so good. And it's so funny to me. Can we just talk about the butt sticker for a minute? Yeah, like, yeah. This yeah. concept on, that dude. I have this hyper advanced super super robot that can transform down to the, like the cellular level <laughs> to anybody to a point where it's undetectable even by Washu's instruments. And we took the gem or whatever. But there's a big logo on her ass. <laughs> yeah. It literally looks How like the fucking not... it's it's a giant Dave and Buster's insignia. <laughs> It's yeah, just like, it's really it's right there. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Made in Jira- in new in Jiraisi. Made in Jiraisi. Yeah. Like truly. Like absolutely. Like, yeah, it's like Washi <sighs> sees it and it's like, oh, well, you know what? Did you forget to scrub the toilet today? And like Zero Ryoko just wants to be helpful. Zero Ryoko is so caught up in trying to figure out why the fuck she can't control her own body. She just completely forgets about the job. <laughs> I'm like Mm, now I would I would keep you around. Now I loved this episode as a kid. I loved this plot line. Um, I don't know something about like the way this unfolds and the the like weird 
the weird like angle it puts on the Tenchi Ryoko ship. I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also they just did it again in the manga. Um, except instead of being a clone robot, she's just like, no, she is just a clone robot that somebody else made. Not one that Dr. Clay made, but somebody else. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Apparently I, this is I just also, readily accessible technology. Yeah. I was also confused about the timeline. How long? She was there for a couple of <laughs> days. days, right? Like she was there days. for days. Plural. Days. Like absolutely. So yeah, Clay's just, Clay's just like. Waiting okay. for her. Sure. And Maybe tomorrow. Just underground is that? Yeah. No, I think he, no. He puts. I think he puts her on the ship. He pulls her underground. Like we see that, but I think because he's like, oh, I think she could be useful. And I thought that even though he pulled her underground, I was like, it seems like he's bringing her into the ship. That's what I'm thinking, but I don't know. Unclear, and it it and for this episode, not important. Barely matters. It's yeah. not important. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> she, really matter. She just exits out stage left, and now we're not thinking Truly, about her right now. I'm not thinking about her anymore. Like, absolutely. I do want to say from an artistic standpoint, some of the animation, like the some of the frames in this in this this episode are like really clean. Like one that really stuck out to me was when um Clay calls I call her Zero Ryoko because her name is Zero, but everybody thinks she's Ryoko. So that's what the Zero fandom Ryoko. calls her too. That's what the fandom calls her. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's like I'm I've been part of it my whole life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, um so when Clay calls Zero Ryoko and he essentially you know, questions her about like all of like like uh, about her behavior on on uh, you know planet side. There is this frame where she's like, it's not like that, and she like she like does like this very like defiant head shake, and it's like it's like animated so beautifully. I was like, oh, like I stopped at that. I like kind of rewound it. I was like, oh, that was beautiful frames, beautiful. Also, beautiful frames. the sequence frames. at the very very end where Ryoko Zero Ryoko in her new outfit is like. hovering in front of the moon yeah so pretty there were some really pretty frames in this episode for sure also like it it made me very aware of how how much i actually like not just the art style but like specifically the design like all of the kimonos are so fucking cool i don't know we never really get to we don't really we haven't really talked about them but like all of the kimonos that all of the the jirai women wear or the intergalactic Mm. women wear are so pretty because they are still very traditional but they're so futuristic and i've always loved that kind of style where you mend where you meld the past and the present or the past and the future Mm. together they're very very cool in this episode yeah i think there's probably a reason that like however much of the show I did or didn't watch as a kid that like I still now can picture a lot of the characters in my head is because the designs are really strong like they're so strong yeah. the, the art the art is is like definitely like a highlight of of the show particularly in this episode like we said with like the really imaginative sort of like space and spaceship stuff and like yeah. all of that going on that was that was definitely uh fun to look at yes yeah. I'm very excited about this lady spaceship I like how flowy really she cool. is it's very cool that she's not only the like masthead, but like the whole goddamn thing. I'm like, you better center women, women first. That's right. <laughs> it, it does kind of suck that it's this old guy driving it. Like, can you imagine yeah. a, like a man who is driving a big truck shaped like a woman? How does that feel? Like, it, it... <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Wait, I need draft designs. Of a lady-shaped F-150. <laughs> what does the lady truck look like? <laughs> hey, did you guys hear about Elon Musk's new truck design? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! 
where you can't the, the... you <laughs> where you make impenetrable glass windows when that's not the point. <laughs> it's okay. It can tone near infinite mass. I hear. Oh, like the like the creatures that like yes. turn into mud people. Yes, yeah, near yeah. infinite does, mass. Yeah. Does, does that include <laughs> neutral them. mass? Oh, crazy! Great. It awesome. does include great. neutral material. Yeah. Perfect. 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 Oh my god! Yeah. When I saw that, like the glass was unbreakable, I was like, "So Jaws of Life is useless." Uh, it so... doesn't have airbags. The Cybertruck. So that's uh, cool. It's fine. Uh, I, it. it, it. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> oh, this is not the no. Neither here no. nor there. Neither here nor yeah. there. <laughs> Elon Musk ASL truck. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Tenchi. Okay. L- <laughs> Tenchi. I'm trying so hard. Um, hey, let's. Why does this is, I think, I feel it's the second or third time that Washu has experimented on a nude Tenchi. Or like, okay, why there is, we go. Th- this Here is, it is. Stop doing this. But, but Kostrak, we've got to hit all of the. We got to hit all the fantasies. Okay, we've got to no kink shaming. Every in single the hero one. Manime, okay, we've got to. We got to give him. A there are many kink. tastes. We got to give him a mommy kink. We got to give him a doctor kink. Come on. All I'm kinks also going to go all as kinkies. far as to say that if you look at the rest of the episode, so first of all, as a viewer of this show on Toonami when I was a kid, I was shocked when they just straight up showed tits in this episode. I was like, oh my god, this is not <laughs> Yeah, that's censored. right. Um, nipples and, and all. People got yeah, pink so, ass nipples. Like, and so okay. they were like really pink. Anyway, but so like, if you're going to do that, then like Tenchi being in the boxer shorts, that's like not fair. Like if anything, he should have been more nude to like hog out. out. I'm sorry to say if you didn't catch it, we did uh, We did see him peeing in this episode. Oh, during we one did? of the Ryoko flashbacks. As a baby, yeah. Yeah, they decided, oh, yeah. Um, we discussed this during OVA 1 to death, but uh, they did decide <laughs> to flashback and hey, say, hey, remember, that Ryoko used to watch Tenchi pee when he was a child as a ghost. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's true. We have seen baby peen, which is worse. Just a, a fun canonical fact about the, the OVA content. Is there a is so mad even at me explaining it. <laughs> Masaki Kajishima, he has a lot to answer for. Um, he brought a lot of himself to this project. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, um, but yes, I did. I did not. I did have a note about that. What was it? I don't. I lost it. I. See I got it one. I lost uh, it. Yes. When when Washu and Tenchi are walking out of the lab, I loved that Ayaka walks up and says, "Tenchi, are you all right?" And then she says, "You don't seem to be hurt, but like." Just knowing that if Tenchi's walking out of Washu's lab, something bad has probably happened to him in there. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, like that. Um, subtext. It's like that John Mulaney bit where he's talking about where he goes in to get the the prostate exam, and then the nurse comes in and is like, "All right, you look different." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tenchi walks out of Washu's lab looking different, and Wa- and Ayaka is very concerned for him. <laughs> <laughs> right 100 percent. like yeah i mean because that's the thing with washu i mean like look washu has solidified herself as being the lecherous old lady washu? that's washu that's washu is our is our lecherous old lady in in the character dynamics which we went really into i got on that soapbox about last 
last week, so I won't do it it's true. today. I won't do it today. Uh, something that's fun is that, you know how y'all spotted that Washu has a crab motif? Yes. I love her crab motif, yes. Dr. Clay also has a marine animal motif. He is an octopus. Octopus, yes. Mm, that's why his beard does that. That's why his yes. beard is his hair. He's an oh octopus. Oh my God. It's his beard and his hair. Yeah, it's his beard and his hair, which I really absolutely love. Like it starts with his, his beard is curled the way his hair is. And it I think it starts with the beard. Yeah, it's very fun. I appreciate that uh, very much. Oh, there was a note that I had about that that um, exchange between zero pre zero pre um, Ryoko and um, uh, Doctor Clay after they have met with um, mm. Lady Tokimi and yes. Zero is like super stressed out about like shaking, actively shaking, and uh, Doctor Clay is like, "You can't have emotions, so turn them off." It's like, well. I mean, they're already here, so I really feel like we should address them. <laughs> Maybe a little foreshadowing. I you know be aware of how your robot works. Yeah, yeah, honestly, truly, like, why don't you know that? That's the that's the first issue. Like, why don't you Didn't know you that? invent zero? All the emotions come in the sticker on the butt. Yeah, <laughs> he can't bring himself to remove that. There's no way. No, no, he's got to. How would you know? Show off his creation. How would you know? No one would know. Nobody would ever no know. No one would know. No one would know. They never. So know. Tenchi's dead. Yeah, they said That's again right. in the in the postcards thing, which was fun. Yes. Oh, and yeah, guess- there was actually a narration over the next episode preview this time. Yes, there what the was, hell? which was kind of wild. Yeah, first time I was really just like, expecting to hear some vibes, and then all of a sudden I heard a voice, and I was like offended for like twenty. And it was seconds. telling me that Tenchi had died. Again. 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 Yeah. Yes, because he in did OVA die in OVA 1, 1. He died, he yeah, died, he died in, in one. space. So, yep, he died in space. Truly. The vacuum but of space. But also, though, let's get real. Are we buying that he's dead? Because that cliffhanger was suspicious he's not to dead. me. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. The anime rule is if you don't see the body, they're not dead. They're not dead. Exactly. If you don't see the body, they're that, not dead. So even just like comic books. That that was a right. weak ass attack of the clones assassination scene. It was like exactly the same. He had like the dark room with the light coming in and like yeah. <laughs> right. And did actually, I mean, pull out a lightsaber. I mean, that uh-huh. is uh, literally uh-huh. not the children. George Lucas, not don't the, look. Not the Padawans. <laughs> not the Padawan. Truly. I mean, you can absolutely murk that Padawan. We know we know my credo. Any kids. any thoughts on where this might be headed? You think? Uh, I'm assuming that it is a double cross where Zero actually has some sort of internal moral compass. Realizes that killing Tenchi is stuff. not, yeah, like power of love, but also like Zero's like this isn't actually the thing I'm here for. And also removing him so I can get my job done is great, but it's I'm not actually gonna kill him, but I am gonna still wash you. We also do have the the hanging thread of Washu knows about this. Yeah, yeah. so I'm looking forward to Washu having to cr- confront it and being like, "Yeah, we know that you have a sticker on your butt." So <laughs> whatever Soft that sticker. means. What's up, butt sticker girl? <laughs> Max, when do we tell them that Ryoko never comes back and it's just zero Ryoko the rest of the yeah, show? Yeah, zero Ryoko <laughs> just takes over for the rest <laughs> of the series. You know, I mean, yeah, I hope you didn't like the other the thing. one. Zero Ryoko is way more amiable to Ayeka than regular Ryoko. Um, and sometimes their their squabbles get exhausting. So Zero Ryoko's a nice girl. It's really amazing how much less 
substance there is to all of this in the OVAs, now that I'm going yeah. back to them, mm-hmm. um, than there is in the actual TV series. So it, that's Tenchi Universe, right? Yeah. Oh, We're going to yeah. have to this, visit that, I think, Yeah. soon. I think so. We've got to compare them. Yeah, I, I'm not going to waste the listener's time on this, but like while I was watching the episodes, I was like, I'm going to message Max at some point and be like, I know you've done this before. Please explain to me what the hell the difference is between all these different like OVAs and the, and the <laughs> well, I, I don't mind explaining it. I don't get it. And I don't, the OVAs and I don't are... Know, I don't know. I know what an OVA is, but I don't understand like the difference between like, like basically I'm trying to figure out like, what did I see as a kid? And like, how is that different from right. like, did I, did I watch the OVAs? Did I watch Universe? Did like, I don't understand. Like, If you watched yeah. Toonami... They yeah. played OVA one, OVA two, Universe, and then the follow up series Tenchi in Tokyo. They treated okay. that as the single run of one TV show, and they just called it Tenchi Muya. They just called it, yeah. They called it all. They all called they. Well, they differentiated with the names, but they basically yeah. treated it like it was one series order. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Um, so like they were they were open about this is Tenchi Muyo and this is Tenchi Universe and this is Tenchi okay. in Tokyo, but it, it was like the same like program block basically like it was on at the same time every day but then you're also saying and i should be used to this as an evangelion fan but it's like my brain's like okay so but you're also saying that universe the same story as the ova but like different like no levels of different stuff like the the same characters show up they enact a different plot oh and they've okay. cleaned up some of the things i've talked about this a couple of times but they've cleaned up some of the stuff that is more objectionable like tenchi and Ayaka in universe are not related there is no blood relation there Tenchi and Ryoko in Tenchi Universe, when they meet for the first time, they're meeting for the first time. They have no history. No history. No baby watching. Yeah. No baby watching. (laughs) Yeah, no baby watching. She's not an 800-year-old demon. She is a Mm -hmm. 25-year-old woman. You know, like it's, they they make it a lot more palatable in that way. The romance. Look, sometimes a retcon is necessary. Sometimes a reset is necessary. Yeah, I can, we're we're building up to a a point where I can see absolutely where it was necessary yeah because you can't you can't go anywhere off of what's been established in ova one and two where are you supposed to go like you know you, it's, it's OVA three, four, and five. after here and that. then eventually yeah. they all get married yeah. right exactly yeah, yeah it's scooby-doo shit until marriage I can't, I can't help but think of that as the end point is that the end of the series uh no, there's more stuff after it. Uh, it's like the the tourism show that I talked to you. Is, That's is right. After yeah, you that. told us. Yeah, the tourism show. But but like, does he like? So then, with the tourism show, does he like go on tours of parts of that prefecture with a different wife every day? Well, he has to go back in time. Oh, he has to go back in time by himself without any of without any of the wives. Yeah, I know. So like, he meets Ryoko again, but it's like Ryoko from the past who doesn't know him yet. It, uh, it's I hate that. So Give me stupid. universe. It's so I hate dumb. that. Give me universe. <laughs> yeah, it, it's dumb for a lot of other reasons. There's like way more <laughs> shameless fan service. There's like the episodes are six minutes long. Um, oh. It's it's trying to be like a retelling of a Japanese folktale that I've forgotten the name of. Oh. Momotaro. Momotaro. It's trying to okay. be Momotaro, oh but God. it's like, yeah. It, Speaking okay. of of that, there is there is a an anime or a manga that's currently running in Weekly Shonen Jump that is like, oh, you're just Tenchi Muyo, but like different and way less like memorable and endearing. <laughs> I think it's a, oh, no. a Tokyo <laughs> Tokyo Demon Bride Story. Yeah, it's very similar. <laughs> Tokyo Demon <laughs> Bride Story. Tokyo Demon yeah. Bride Story. I think that is right. an SEO ass manga title that. name. <laughs> 
they they had a hundred sheets of paper in a bag and they shook it up and pulled them out one, two, three, four. It is literally like if you if you read this thing on the Shonen Jump app, which is a great deal, by the way. It uh, is, but uh, if you yeah, read this fully endorsed. If you read this thing, it it is just like so what, what Tenchi Muya did with like science fiction concepts and characters, it's just that, but with sort of more like old school traditional Japanese like demon kind mm. of thing. It's and so cool. instead of like space huh. aliens, it's like she's a frog, you know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, I don't mean to. I'm sorry. That was that sounded like I felt like I sounded like I was laughing at somebody else's culture. Demons can be. Frogs. No, no, just I did intentionally kind of just be like, and she's just a frog. She's a she's a she's a, she's a frog girl. She's like a oh, okay. she's like a girl that's constantly riveting. Like, yeah. And I'm on my way. I, I have a feeling this it. is one of those that the more we explain it, actually, the worse it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> the more descriptive no, we can get. No. <laughs> the, I, I do wow. think, though, that's a great. Uh, but like to get to the to the core of it again, like Chris, I think that's a great point. That like Tenchi was one of the proto like harem animes, and it's yeah. that's mm-hmm. not yeah, the only was. time where this plot has been no. like done again like uh, i didn't right. even realize how i mean i obviously thought of tenshi Muda the second i started reading this but like i didn't realize how similar it was until i started this episode and they were like oh well they're after tenshi because of his blood i was like oh wait they're doing this exact same shit over there like <laughs> the, yeah. the special thing inside of him yes that the, yeah, the protagonist yeah. has we were talking about this with like trigon and like how some of this i mean obviously we're covering stuff within a very specific time frame and things that were localized for the west um uh like you know all this kind of stuff but it's wild because you know I don't want to say like we are like these experts because we're not. I mean, like I'm sitting here, I slammed a pint of brown ale and then did this. <laughs> I'm super professional. Did this. Academics drink too. Did this for the record. I mean, yeah, no, yes, I know, but I'm just you know I don't I want to call myself any sort of expert, right? Because I'm not one. <laughs> but like I think about how like so many of the tropes, themes, frames, and blueprints that we see in like modern anime and manga today are like generally you can often draw direct points between mm. like what we were like what we were raised with like um when we were kids like especially because you know obviously the 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 generation of people who are making new anime and new manga now are our generation mm-hmm. they're the people who were raised on the same stuff we were like for example to talk about a western and western cartoon or western anime that was that's in the anime style but is was produced by americans cannon busters cannon busters is trigun with black people yes yep. it's actually yes, it quite fun but cannon busters is literally trigun with black people like that's that's mm-hmm. literally all it is it's really really great i absolutely fucking love it but it's it's trigun with black people that's that's what it is you know great pretender it's great. It's on Netflix. Great Pretender is um is the other side of Cowboy Bebop. Yep. There's oh there, there's God. a lot of that DNA in there, especially yeah, the Yeah, ton of it. Hmm. You can see these you can see these direct references. Yeah, well, it, great Pretender is, is generational if, if every bounty hunter was a high right? Yeah, like the, yeah, the artists 100%. of today are inspired by what came before yeah. and it's the same thing in anime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is yeah. it? Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is that not a harem anime? Hello. Tenchi Muyo, like, I'm not, I'm not chat. familiar with. I that actually one. have no fucking idea. I don't know. I've just seen it a lot. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? And it just feels very. It just like that title. Again, the titles of, of things like, are just right. so funny. 
Like, I don't even know if it is wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon. I'm totally lost. I don't it's know. a great question. I, yeah, I don't know. As somebody who tends to who tends to roll in dungeons as a very tall black woman and gets called mommy a lot and tends to get comms for being a big lady, you know, it might not be wrong. I am a Rogadin, <laughs> and I am very good at it. Leave me alone. She's a, she's a Rogadin. She's proud. There's at least I two am. of us on the podcast. There is. There's two femros here. Solidarity. Two I don't know what that Mine's is. green. We play Final Fantasy fourteen. We're big nerds. We play Final Fantasy oh, fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! You beat Crisis Core in three days, Koshak. Don't you ever whisper nerd at me. I won't. It, <laughs> it took me two weeks. Hold on. <laughs> I, I did a lot of the side missions. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anything else about episode four? Are we pretty much done with Tenchi. No, I liked well, overall. I, liked I think there's no need for more like Tenchi. <laughs> no, we've got two more episodes to go through. No, just the, I meant for this episode. No, no, no. Of course we're yeah, going to watch true. the next two. We have to know what yeah. happens next. Yeah, truly. I actually, I like this one. I like four more than three. I did too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the next two will wrap up that story and then have a fun episode for the end, just like we did with the first season of Tenshi, okay. where okay. we kind of split the cliffhanger, split up the two-parter and then finished with something light. Um, I believe the next ep the the seventh or the sixth episode rather is a special forty five minute long one again. Let me just look oh, that up real quick. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure that everybody's got extra homework. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's actually a f uh two episodes long. <laughs> oh, so yeah, damn. you have a special so I can, like, double length. Yes, you will. You'll want to give yourself some extra time yeah. because uh, episode thirteen is a two-parter that they they just mashed up into one. Um, and it's boy, it's fun. I or at least that's what I remember. I remember it being really fun uh, good. because it's all of that good slice of life domestic stuff. Um, but there's like an actual hook to it, so it's not just spinning its wheels for the entire thing. That's good, all right, um, that's which good. is great. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining us today, Chris. Of course. Yeah, Thanks for having Chris, me. It's fun. Thank you for coming. Yes. Yeah. We're just um, a bunch of DJs. Sorry if the scales fell from your eyes regarding Tenchi Muyo. You know, I I don't think I don't think it's fair to make a judgment yet because like two episodes out of the whole deal of it, you know, the rest of it could be great. I have no idea. So, it's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Many great epi- uh, many great animes tend to start slow with a little momentum and they tend to gain you know they ro- they be rolling stones usually well and i was also worried ahead of time i was like is this going to be like weird to come on the podcast and just like watch these two episodes out of context and then i was like no this is perfect because that's what it was like to come home from school and watch tsunami i was like i don't yes. know what the fuck like is going on until this yes. but like i'm seeing this now like yep. yeah yep there it yep. is, is there's the, the thesis <laughs> The thesis of the yes. podcast. There we are. Also, I have the long-term memory of a f- fucking beta fish. I don't remember what I fucking saw like yesterday. Much less. <laughs> much lo- what last the fuck season. I'm right now. Yeah, much less yeah. last season. Like absolutely. Do beta oh, fish yeah. have bad memory? Oh yeah. I just famously. Okay. Do they? <laughs> I just do that. I just yeah. want to say goldfish. <laughs> I just didn't want to say goldfish. <laughs> Fish are the ones that will kick each other's asses, I think. Yeah, those are the ones. Yeah, Yeah, they're the ones that fight. Like you can't put them in the same tank. They, although there's one time I will never. Yeah, they'll they'll kill they'll kill themselves trying to fight their reflection. They absolutely will. I think that's Ryoko. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ryoko is a beta fish. Ayaka is an angelfish. Mihoshi is a pop-eyed goldfish. Oh, this um, is good. Yeah, wow. You, I don't um, know fish. I didn't know you knew fish like that. Yeah, yeah. I played yeah, Animal yeah, Crossing. Yeah. Get your life together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, come on. Um, Satomi, uh, Satomi is, um, oh man, what are they called? Um, they are these, <laughs> it's also from Animal Crossing, and somebody's going to be like, it's this. But they are, they are. So, to be fair, those are also from stars. real life. They're real fish. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to all say, seeing a fish is from Animal Crossing. Anim- oh no, all of the Animal Crossing fish are from real life, but you, uh, but I only know them because I catch them in Animal Crossing. Like, I didn't know them really until I played that game. <laughs> like, I didn't know what a paper kite butterfly was until I fucking played that game. Come on. That's what Satomi is, is a paper kite butterfly. Okay. Stevie's a real clownfish. <laughs> I am. God. No, that's not She's me. getting married that's to a clownfish. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's not me. That's my fiance who's getting married. Right on. I'm getting married. You know, Stevie, I'm planning to bring another clown onto this podcast Please later do. on this season. Absolutely. Is that <laughs> a, a, a person who I might be close with? That Maybe. I can be Somebody you know. Of? Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll leave that as a fun little, uh, as a fun tease for the listeners. Um, yeah. I love that. Is, is Tenchi dead? Does this guest know somebody? Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time. It's the end of another episode of the podcast. This week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. If you could like to follow us online, you can at Anime Club Pod. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore Stevie. How about you? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at a smattering on both platforms. And Max? Uh, just find me on Twitter. It's at Max underscore tax. That's it. And how about you, Chris? If somebody wants to engage with your work, what the sh- what should they do? Yeah, they can go follow me on Twitter at Topher Disgrace and uh, my website, ChrisDHutton.com. You can find links to all the comics that I've written, short films that I've written and directed, and that I've written and directed, that I wrote and directed, and uh, wrestling videos and all that. So, yes, at Topher Disgrace on Twitter, ChrisDHutton.com should be set. I do want to call out one particular creation of yours that Uh-oh. we didn't mention earlier called Dragon Ball Z 2. Wait. Yeah. Isn't that something oh, that's on your the website? collaboration you the, did, I think, with the... Yes, okay, the anime sickos thing that I wrote a page for. Yes, yeah. yeah. You, you know the anime you, sickos? Wait, what's up? I love the anime sickos. Oh, yeah. There's a sep- two degrees yeah. of separation there. Yeah. I was I was uh, lucky enough to be uh, asked to partici- participate in their... Uh, Dragon Ball Z 2 feature film like, screenwriting thing and I got to write a page and it was great because I got to both 
blow up Yajirobe and Corrin with a popcorn explosion, but then also get to like write a serious Vegeta action scene all on one page. So I was like, this is nice. pretty tight. That rules. So good, so good, so good. It, pl please, listener, go to that website, check it out, and and yes. just go to any page on it. Uh, find that one in particular, though. <laughs> yeah, page 51 <laughs> is pretty tight, I hear. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward. I think I don't know when they've done it. I don't know if they've done it yet, but I did get invited to record something for them because um, like every once in a while they do like these humongous audio dramas. I and I so, did a voice for for that as well, so we might be sharing me too. credits. I I yeah. cameoed Excellent. for that, so we might be sharing credits for that. I'm very looking forward oh, to that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> cool. Um. Mm -hmm. The uh, the perennial recommendation is out there. Give us a review on Apple Podcast, please. Yes. please. And five stars on every and everything else. Oh, can I plug one more thing for your audience? In oh, particular? please, Chris. Yes. Yes. So, um, I, in addition to going back and listening, if you like Evangelion, then my old podcast, Nervous Rex, that's a Moonshot Legacy podcast you might like. But also, in terms of my comics that I've done, I've done a couple uh, manga one-shots for contests in Japan. And one of them that I feel like <gasps> listeners of this show might like in particular would be one called Battle of the Ages. It is about a really competitive middle schooler on a field trip to a retirement home meets an equally competitive retiree, and they just, like, oh go head-to-head. -head. So, yeah. Uh, no new reviews since the last episode. That's okay, because you know up. what that means? No up. new reviews also means our chicken-headed shit-o-meter has not gone off. The shit-o-meter's bottomed out. That's true. We've I'm done pretty great this. about not getting any chicken-headed shit in the reviews. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. If you have some thoughts that have none of that in it, head on over. Yeah. Please. Absolutely. And Max will read any review that passes their chicken-headed shit test. There's a rather large bug on my desk right now. <laughs> yeah. Bug Sorry. report, everybody. Hold on, bug we're not report. done yet. What kind of bug is it? Is it a pretty one? It's is one it of those beetles bug? that's shield-shaped. Is that what a stink bug is? Yeah, that's uh, a stink bug. Is it a box elder? What color is it? It's, it's okay. It, it's going to stink if you kill it. Bug. If you can just okay. take it yeah. and put it elsewhere, just move it. he will be fine. Yeah. yeah, just move him. Get, get we'll yourself a Tupperware friends. and a piece of he's paper. On my, he's on my cell phone He's now. orange. He might be <laughs> Okay, well, now that's um, that's his, unfortunately. <laughs> I also... <laughs> Let him yeah, help him log law. into his socials. It's like, it's like a cat. You know, if they're there, you have to leave the thing until they move. That's law. Oh, okay. He's walking away. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's but, a podcast, folks. But Take yeah, leave us a review and all that stuff. Do it. No chicken head of shit. And again, we're so glad we got to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you at the next meeting. This is Clem Bianchi. I'm a courier, delivering mail in space, one package at a time. If you're hearing this message, I need some help. 
I'm trying to deliver a package to a guy on Pluto. Says his name is Gorge Flummox. If anyone knows a Gorge Flummox on Pluto, please let him know I've been trying to reach him about his box of Lunarian cheese. I know the box is full of cheese because for the last few weeks, I've started hearing things when I touch my cargo. When I pick up a letter or a package, I hear conversations and sometimes even see things tied to whoever the mail is for or from. I call it the letter opener. It's yanked me into some real situations. A haunted house, a pizza delivery drag race, and even a revolution to take a city back from the bigwigs who keep its hoverboard sports engine humming. You can hear all about it on Additional Postage Required, a bi-weekly audio drama on the Moonshot Podcast Network, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Anyway, if you know Gorge, please tell him to give me a call. I think his cheese is starting to move around in the box.